0: Hello once again fellow DJs, it's your host Mango and welcome to the 4th episode of DPF Weekly Review. This is a weekly series to keep up with the major news without going through all of the noise online. This is a news-based podcast, nothing said in this podcast should be considered financial advice. Now let's juice up that brain of yours. This week's headlines. We'll be going through the market sentiment, fear and greed index. The Ethereum merge is coming. Polygon partnerships coming in hot. Macro environment updates and technical analysis on Bitcoin. And with all that covered, let's get into it. It's important to note how investors, traders or degens alike feel about putting money in or out of the cryptocurrency market. So a useful tool to have under your arsenal is the fear and greed index. If you'd like to know more about the implications of this tool, we have this covered on last week's podcast and article. On Friday, Bitcoin slipped by 0.36%, partially reversing from a 39 gain from Thursday. Bitcoin ended the day on $23,769. Bitcoin fell for the seventh time in 10 sessions. A bullish morning saw Bitcoin rise to new July heights of $24,416. Today, the Greed and Fear Index jumped from 32 to 42, the highest level since April sixth. The index approached the border of the neutral zone, which starts at 46. Easing fears of another 75-point Fed rate spike supported the index rate spike to 42. US economic indicators led the markets to price in a 50-basis-point hike in September, following the US economic contraction in Q2. We'll go over this in macro-environmental updates. This week's crypto numbers are Bitcoin, 8.61% up, Ethereum, 8.31% up, and Crow 5.36% up. The next item on our list is the Ethereum Merge Is Coming. We know, we know, the Merge Is Coming has been Ethereum's hit single, and it's been playing like a broken record. But Ethereum developers announced the Goraili Testnet Merge will happen between August 6th and 12th. This will be the last Testnet Merge before Mainnet. This is the final step before the Merge happens, the real one, when Ethereum finally goes from proof of work to proof of stake. And Ethereum mooned up 7% when the news broke. Vitalik thinks that the merge isn't even priced in yet. I expect that the merge is not going to be priced in, by which I mean not just in market terms, but in psychological and narrative terms, end quote. Vitalik Buterin. Polygon partnerships coming in hot. Another day, another Polygon partnership. At least that's what it's been feeling like recently. Turn on Twitter notifications because Ryan Wyatt is dropping bombs on Twitter. This time, Polygon Network is partnering with Mercedes-Benz to launch a data sharing platform called Eccentric. That's Eccentric with a K. It will let enterprises buy and sell data in the form of NFTs, including insurance data, clinical trials, and more. Here's a list of who Polygon has partnered with so far. Adobe, an NFT integration for Behan's social platform. Stripe, USDC payments enabled via Polygon. Facebook, piloting NFT integration for Instagram. Nothing, building a crypto smartphone. And Reddit, building an NFT marketplace. Next, they'll be targeting Oreos and creating an NFT for the part in the middle. Just imagine that. What are your thoughts on the Polygon network and its partnerships? Let us know over on our Discord. Over to the macro-environment updates. Sam Bankman Fried has been seen as the crypto saviour as of recent events due to injecting capital into struggling companies left and right. They have acquired Liquid, Blockfolio and Bitvo. FTX ventured, invested in Layer 0, Delphia, Near Protocol, Meta Theory, Aptos Labs and launched FTX NFTs. That's a whole lot of ventures, Sam. So Sam helped out Voyager not too long ago and now they have come out with a statement addressing the deal he gave the bankrupt platform. Voyager Digital said that the restructuring offer from FTX and Almida is a lowball bid. Sam is not one to keep quiet. He made a thread in response to this statement. You can read about it more yourself in his Twitter thread. Here's a summary of what he said. The offer would actually give Voyager customers back 100% of the remaining assets that Voyager has, including claims on anything recovered in the future. And Voyager consultants are trying to slow down the process so they can charge fees every month and make more money, AKA letting customers claim their assets quickly isn't favorable for them. So what does all of this mean? It's clear that Sam is net positive for crypto, but when assets are distressed and he's buying, You gotta believe that the once-hot companies he's scooping up aren't happy about their new deals. Over to Fed report updates. US GDP declined by 0.9% in the second quarter of this year. That's two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. We most likely fit the technical definition of a recession. All remains is to see that GDI, gross domestic income, is negative this time. Last time, GDI was 1.75% offsetting GDP's minus 1.8% decrease. Powell said that he did not believe the economy was in a recession, citing a very strong labour market as evidence. A quote from the Federal Open Market Committee, they are strongly committed to returning inflation to its 2% objective, end quote. Repeating previous language that it's highly attentive to inflation risk, The FMOC reiterates it anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate and that it would adjust policy if risks emerge that could impede attaining its goals. These comments from the Fed sparked a rally in US stocks as Powell spoke, with Treasury yields tumbling along with the dollar. And that's kind of the reason why everything was green this week. Thank you, Joe Powell. It's that pleasant time of the week that we look at the charts and emotionally get ready for a rollercoaster ride. If you follow me, DGN mango at Twitter, I've shared a weekly view of Bitcoin's price movement and spotted a bullish reversal signal. It's a little messy, but the thread I posted explains all the considerations taken for this personal analysis as shown. A summary of the thread is, trading confluences using a combination of technical indicators and price action is the way to go. According to the 200 weekly moving average, $22,700 or above will basically equal moon. And below 17.7k means that we might be heading down to even lower levels. And we go over how RSI and the long-term moving averages are used to spot reversals and how you could do this yourself. If you like these kind of threads, please check it out. And that's everything for this week, folks. If you made it this far, Thank you for listening to the latest DBF Weekly Review. If you like what you heard, please give us a follow and join our Discord, where we talk about macro news in a more frequent level. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.